0: Welcome to the Crazy Ike Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Teddy, no matter where you are. Thanks for making this part of your day. Thanks for taking a listen. Follow me on social media, at Crazy Ike Fan on Instagram and on Twitter. Crazy Ike Fan Facebook page. Guys, if you appreciate the podcast, please subscribe. Rate the podcast wherever you can. That way we can become a bigger part of, uh, I can see this in Greek football fans. Well, tough, tough... Loss to Olibiacos, first loss that I guess of ya. Yeah. <laughs> I talked about it the other day that, you know, eventually this loss was gonna come. That it comes to the to the hands of an opponent that we uh, no disrespect to any of fans out there, as far as the team is concerned, that we hate the team. Uh to an opponent that to a rival that quite frankly we can't stand. And I'm sure there any again if there are any Libacos fans listening out there. You guys can kind of understand our position. Um, Well, let me start off the podcast with saying uh, big news. Ike, women's volleyball team, wins their first Greek Cup, beating uh, Panathinaikos, who are traditionally a a volleyball powerhouse in Greece, especially in the women's game. And uh, it was quite a big upset. did not think going into it from what I was hearing, the reports that I was listening to, uh, did not think it was going to happen. So congrats to them. Congrats to the first cup of the year um, in any Ike team sport. And long may it continue. May w- this year be filled with more cups. Hopefully. Uh, congrats on the girls for bringing home the trophy. That's all I got to say. What an amazing uh, story there that Ike got some silverware in the women's volleyball game and this was a, a team that just a few years ago was playing the lower divisions of Greek volleyball and a lot of them are not even professional athletes they don't make the wages that football players or uh, basketball players do you know some of these people have day jobs um, so congrats to them it was I sat down and actually watched a volleyball match believe it or not uh, just to cheer these girls on uh, and to do it against a rival and a team that is Considered significantly better than you uh hats off to them, I looked at the league standings, and I think they're in second or first place, so maybe they can get a double um uh, Someone asked them about that. a reporter asked after the the cup match um, asked them you know and uh, you know they kind of held back a little bit more like you know that's a different story, that's a different competition, of course. Um, but congrats to them. It was nice to see um it was nice to see a feel good story now the next day was not so feel good so let 's get into that um, this podcast i 'm doing this kind of off the cuff guys. I wanted to put a podcast out there just to give my thoughts on the match a little bit and i 'll um i 'll recap later on in the week as it stands right now we 're about an hour away from finding out what the playoff schedule is going to be like in the Greek super league, so I wanted to kind of wait. Till that came out, but honestly, I just could not wait to get on here and, and talk about the match yesterday because just a roller coaster of emotions yesterday, man. Uh, sat down to watch this match, and I thought, no matter what the outcome is, you know even if we lose, we're still in the thick of things. Uh, and had kind of an episode where it's kind of like your emotions were going up and down constantly, and really had to take a a deep breath. Reflect and gather my thoughts and come out here and talk about this. Of course, for those that don't know, uh, Ike lost 3-1 in a Yesofia. First half was all Ike, honestly. And I don't mean this in a disrespectful way towards Olympiacos. Olympiacos came out, contested every single call, got in the referee's face. Fortunis was... The front-runner in that, being the was captain, would get into the referee's face about everything. Uh, and again, I don't mean this disrespectfully towards loss, but that's small-mindedness in, in my opinion. But it's a tactic that, in this case, as I said in the previous podcast... One thing that Olympiacos has, it's a very talented team and they were very, very desperate. And you saw that desperation come through. They needed to win. There was no, even a, even a, a point, them taking a point from this match would not have been enough. It would have left them way far behind. Um, so they came out here with the mentality is they needed to win. In the first half, Ike matched their intensity. They were trying to slow the match down by getting in the referee's face. Contesting every call, kind of making the match uh, uh become kind of more of a of kind of a tussle and kind of a uh rodeo like um to kind of get I don't know, not in the Ike's players' heads, but kind of to just, you know, make the match a little uneven, take some of Ike's momentum out. Um uh honestly, I mean, what can you say? Olibeco's played the only way they could play this match and win uh, the first half. Even Mitchell said it. You know, they were not able to get out and counter. Ike had all the possession, most of the possession in the first half. Olibeco's were able to counter once, and it was off of Vida mistake where he didn't. Uh, he went after the ball, chasing after Bakambu, and wasn't able to, to. Bakambu was able to steal the ball from Vida, and Bakambu was one-on-one with the keeper, and I thought that was going to be 1-0. He tried to. Threaded under Anathasiadis legs, but Anafasiadis uh, did well and, and blocked that. Um, I'm also going to talk about <laughs> all this S talk that I've heard on the radio and different Ike programs over the last, uh, you know, few hours since the end of the match. Um, a lot of people give <laughs> Anathasiadis grief, and I don't even understand why. None of those balls that went in, none of the goals that went in um, – was anything that he could do. There was nothing he could do about it. I mean, you can't do anything when when the players left wide open and all they have to do is is pick the target, pick wherever they want to send the ball. Um, on the first goal, clearly it's Mukudi's Moukadi, fault. You know, the ball, the way it hit his foot could have went anywhere. It went in the goal. It was just a terrible, terrible luck. And honestly, I mean, Biakos, both Mitzel said this, I listened to Nicola Coppolo's after the match, which I have to say, uh, he's one of my favorite reporters to listen to um, as far as rivals are concerned because sometimes, yes, he can be a little annoying. We all know. I mean, I'm sure those of you that support other clubs in Greece, you can agree with this. Like, it's kind of annoying sometimes the way these uh, reporters from each club hype up their club, but that's that's their job, you know. But I think Nicola Coppola is uh, – can be kind of neutral at times. And I think he came out and said, you know, this is a match that Olibekoz really needed to win. Uh, he said that um, and you needed a little bit of luck. And that was a little bit of luck. Uh, you know, Pep Biel's got a good foot. And who knows where that shot would have went if um, if Mukudi did not get his foot on it. I mean, it still might have went in, but we'll never know. Um, Olibekos was able to take the lead. And then after that, Ike just got discombobulated. I mean, they were acting like it was the 85th minute and we needed to score right away. Uh, You had the whole half in front of you. And that, I'm not putting that on Almeida. I will put a little bit on Almeida that Ike were pressing a little too far up the pitch. I mean, the center backs are always, you know, close to the half, halfway line, Um and quite frankly, it's just the players got discombobulated, man. It was like, you know, bam, bam, after not even five minutes, you're down 2-0 already. And then, uh, I mean, the third goal was just atrocious. It reminded me of Ike last year, um, where it was just five, five against one. I mean, what, or I don't know. In the moment, it was very frustrating because similar to how the cup match went in Philadelphia, this wasn't a match that in the first half, you have the thought, Ike are going to lose this match 3-0. If you were to tell me that by the 70th minute, Ike would be down 3-0 in this match, I would be like, okay, something must have happened. I mean, the first half, it's it just, you know, in, in derby matches, I've talked about this before, guys, and in all matches, actually, you have to take advantage of your chances. Ike just did not take advantage of their chances Uh You know, you need a little bit of luck in derby matches. That Pineda goal, if the ball just did not bounce up to his arm and maybe stayed towards his chest, and that goal would have counted, could have completely changed the the game around. Gatsinovich was having an off day. uh, You know, that in the beginning of the second half where he was able to steal that bad pass from Doy. And, I mean, that was a breakaway opportunity where I really should have scored. I thought we were going to put that away. You put one of those opportunities away, in my opinion, and you change the trajectory of this game. It's just that simple. But, back Beacos, we're just a desperate, talented team that can hurt you, and they, and they hurt us on the counter. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Um, <clears throat> so, like I was saying, mixed emotions at this point, right? My emotions are... Crap! We've led Oliybekos back into the into the the title race. This is also going to give them uh, confidence going ahead with the um with the uh, second leg of the cup semifinal. It it was not looking good. I'm like I don't know how Ike are going to come back from this. I honestly thought the way they were playing, the way we got scored on the third goal, and then a couple of times where Oliybekos tried to counter. I'm like. This could actually even get worse. Uh, Then I knew it was coming because of how rough this game was going, because of how the players were in each other's faces, the hard tackles that were committed. Some player I thought on one or the other team was going to get a red, and I was really hoping it was going to be Odibakos, and that's what happened. Pepio got a second yellow card um, shortly after Odibakos scored their third goal, and that kind of changed the game a little bit. Obviously, the was you know, trekked back. They weren't able to, to counter as often. Um, Ike really put the pressure on. But here's where things changed for me. I saw a team at that point that kind of recollected themselves and truly on the pitch, through the TV, and I know the stadium could feel this because the stadium applauded afterwards. And who thought after the first Ike loss in Aya that the stadium would stand up and applaud because you could sense it, Olympiacos were still kind of scared. <laughs> um, you know, this was a team that, especially early on in the year, were letting in goals and letting in late goals. But you could see it in the Ike's players' faces and then the way they were playing that they still believed they could get a positive result out of this. Um, it's sad to me that they were so discombobulated that they let that third goal in because I truly believe if it was 2 0 and everything played out the way that it did, that we would have at least taken a point from this, if not turned the match upside down. Um, but it, it's nice to see that they have that confidence. They weren't just, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen football matches where teams come out and it's like, you know, let's just get this over with. You know, let's we're down three nil. There's no way we can come back. Let's hold our lines on defense to make sure this doesn't get out of hand, doesn't become worse. No, Ike, we're pressing, attacking, constantly attacking. Uh, Almeida made his substitutions. Steven Zuber was able to pull a goal back and make it uh three one. And then, honestly, man, at the in the 85th minute. One of the biggest chances I had in the second half when Mukudi was left, and I don't know how the heck Mukudi was all the way up there, um, and was left wide open in the box. I mean, God Almighty, there was a couple chances like that, even with Vida earlier in the half where, like, the two players that, you know, <laughs> if it was an if it was an attacking player that was left there, if it was Levy Garcia and got a wide open header like that, I really think that ball's in the back of the net. And you're looking at the score being 3-2 with like 10 minutes left. Olibiacos down to 10 men. And then who knows what could have happened after that. I truly believe, and we'll never know this, of course, if that Mukudi header goes in, that I think Ike would have at least gotten a third goal. I mean, that's just my belief. Maybe I'm just being too optimistic. Maybe, you know, being too much of a of an opador, of a fanboy, but I really believe with the way that crowd would have erupted, with the way Olympiacos would have been like, oh, crap, like, here we go again. We're going to – this result is even going to leave us. And I was really hoping it was going to happen. When the Zuber goal went in, I was like, okay, we have 10, 15 minutes left. I was like, if we can come back and make this 3-3, it would be worse than the loss for Olympiacos. But you know that didn't happen. We left Olimpiakos in the, in the match, or in the title race. Um, just a bad outcome for Ike. Just uh, you know it's one of those football outcomes where you didn't deserve to get. That's not a scoreline that Ike deserved. You know if you look at it, Olimpiakos had three shots on target. They had six shots total, three shots on target. I think they had one or two corner kicks the entire match. Um, Ike had 15 shots with seven on target. And listen, credit to Pascalakis, too. He made some incredible saves. The save off of uh, both of Pineda's headers was amazing, especially the second one. Uh, very impressive. I mean, you know. Um, but for me, guys, you know, you can always take positives and negatives from from this type of loss. The negatives are, obviously, your first loss in A Sofia that – Olibiakos fans are always gonna talk to you about, you know, we were the first team to beat you in the stadium. It was gonna come. No matter who and who, no matter who it came against, it was gonna suck. Uh the fact that it's against Olibiakos, yeah, stings a little bit more, but who cares? We need to move on. Um to me, the bigger thing is that you left you let Olibiakos to believe that they're in the championship hunt. And you didn't finish them off. You had a chance to finish them off and finish Pauk off um yesterday and you didn't do that um more so Olympiacos because I think Balk is just it's too far back now it depends on how the and this is why I wanted to wait to record because I wanted to see how the Super League playoffs were going to shake out what the matchups were going to be but looking at it right now I think Bauka or just unless the the way the unless in the first Round coming up this weekend, things go their way. I can't really say they're not mathematically out of it, but they're far enough behind to where they would have to do a lot in the playoffs to to win. Um, whereas Olibiacos, you know, if if I can Panathinaikos play each other and they play each other to a draw, or if I can Panathinaikos play and Panathinaikos wins, um, then Olibiacos are right back in the thick of things. Or vice versa, even if Panathinaikos play, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, if results go their way, they could be right back in the thick of things. And they still are in the thick of things. I mean, they're just five points back from Panathinaikos, three points back from Mike. And remember, guys, we have to keep this in mind. Second place is important. It's very, very key. It gives you more rounds for European competitions because you fall under... Uh, champions league qualifiers so that's very very key even though i think for any greek club as i've said before uh champions league is a long shot i think we would have to get very lucky on the draw and outplay our opponent by a lot um in order for a greek team to qualify for champions league for the upcoming year but that's a different story um but let's see how the the, the super league playoffs pan out you know and i wanted to wait so i could talk about that um but, you know, you – another positive to take from – let's talk about the positives now that we got to take from this game match. The team did not give up. The team could have easily laid down and said, crap, it's 3-0. Let's make sure the scoreline doesn't get out of control. Let's just, you know, play this game out. No, they kept pushing. They kept believing that they could come back and tie. Um, obviously, meta has got to ask questions of the defense. I know a lot of people have gone on Vida's back. I know a lot of people, just everyone, you guys know how it is, man, in the Greek media after a loss like this. Uh, now, all of a sudden, you know, everyone's a bum. Everyone thinks Almeida's nuts for playing the, the system that he's playing. No, you cannot You cannot do that. Bad results are going to come. Football is football. I mean, uh, look at, you know, I hate to use this as an example again, but look at Liverpool. Liverpool beat Man, man United 7-0 last week scoring uh what six goals in the second half and then they lost away to Bradford over the weekend yes i know uh premier league's a different competition different you know different stratosphere than the greek super league but uh, you're not always going to get results football's football man and you're not always going to get good results when when you've played better cuz for me the first half i played phenomenal they just had that momentary lapse in the second half Where after it was 1-0, they needed to slow things down. They were playing as if we were in a cup final, which I know that's what I said Friday, that I hope that's the way these teams come out. Um, And that's the way I believe these teams did come out, because for Bolybos especially, it it was their last – I mean, this was their last gasp, really. Uh, Not mathematically, but to be nine points back of the leaders heading into the playoffs, that would have been a a huge mountain for them to overcome – but, you know, it's just um matches like this are gonna happen. And the what I was getting to is the positives we have to take from this is that Oliviacos, you you took their best shot, and this took a lot out of them. You could you could just see it. Could they continue? Could this give them momentum? Heck yeah, it can. They won, this was their first big derby win of the season you're heading into the playoffs where your 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 manager's going to tell you you know we're not mathematically out of it. We're still in this. You have belief. You have belief that hey, you could score three goals on Ike that, you know, that gives you confidence as far as the, the second leg of the cup match in Karaskaki and you also know now that you can win in in Ayasofya. But I I don't see another game where I clearly back off and this same scenario happens because I think that Olympiacos are not going to get lucky enough to where they're going to find Dyke in the situation that they did this past weekend. Um, so, you know, you've taken Olympiacos' best shot. You know, over the course of the season, you've been the better team. For me, this can be a humbling experience. Also, it could be an experience to where we need to go back to the drawing board as far as our defense is concerned. Uh, as far as, you know, mentally, Almeida mentally pre- preparing the team. Because, listen, guys, this isn't going to be the only match in these entire playoffs where Ike are going to be down. There's going to be other matches where the, the quality of teams that we're playing is too good. Uh, to say that Ike are going to go into the playoffs and lead every match, I mean, against your opponents, that's um, that would be a, a silly belief. So I think... It, it's better that this happened now as opposed to in the middle of the playoffs or, you know. And the other thing we, we have to think of, guys, is we played three tough matches this week when Olympiacos had was just sitting around the entire week, basically. They had an easy match last Sunday, winning 6-0 against, uh, was it against the I had to go in Kriti and get a result against Sofi, go to Atromitos and play that match and get a result against Atromitos. I do think Almeida did make a mistake where he should have, and I know you've probably heard this from everywhere else, but he should have put Mitoglu or Javelas into the Atromitos match and kind of give Vida a little bit of a break. Because Vida did look a little gassed. He just looked out of place in some sorts. You know, I know Mukudi had the own goal. And neither of them. The center back pairing did not have a good second half. Especially in that stretch where Olibakos were able to score all three of those goals. Mukudi was fantastic in the first half. I mean, the guy plays with tons of confidence. Um, To blow all this out of proportion, I, I don't know. I just think that we have to look at the positives now. We have to move on. For me personally, the way I saw the team play in the rest of the match and how chippy they were getting with the Oli players, players, um, I think I would love to honestly play Oli again this weekend. I would love that. It would be another, you know, heavyweight fight. Uh, I really think that the result would be different. I truly believe that. I believe that the game would have finished in a tie if, if Mukudi was able to put away that opportunity late and make it three, two, I really think Ike would have at least had some chances at the end of the match to, to get a tie. I think that they could have turned the match around if uh, we didn't eat that third goal. Um, But, you know, you can't say this after the fact, the result is the result. Um, I'm trying to think of what else guys. I'll be back later on in the week to discuss, you know, see what the schedule is going to be like in the in the playoffs. It is a tough loss. It is a tough loss. It was it was it was it was tough to swallow. It was tough to watch to be 3-0 down in a match where you know you deserved better. Um, but uh, you got to give credit where credit's due. You'd be like, "Oh, did everything they could and did what they were supposed to to get a result. Uh if you listen to Olympiacos reporters, Olympiacos fans before the match, uh, they probably would have looked at me as if, if I would be able to go tell them, you know, had a time machine and go back and tell them, hey, you guys are going to win 3-1 over the weekend. Um, you yeah. know, they probably would have looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, they were not. I mean, even listening to Nikola Coppolos, he was hopeful as an Olympiacos fan. You know, as Libergo's reporter, but he also said he was very like pessimistic about it, um, because he did he did brag on Ike a lot, and even after the loss, he he bragged on Ike a little bit. Um, just a tough ma- a tough result, but we need to get past it. I mean, this is what happens. Football is football. nothing is lost. We're still in the, the league competition. the playoffs are getting ready to start. Um, I did have a friend message me and asked me an interesting question what do I think as far as how this is going to affect the mentality of going into the cup semifinal? Um, and I just responded by saying, listen, I don't think this affects us at all. I think that's a totally different match. That's a match where you're just, you know, you're, you're already up three, no, um, Olympiacos is going to be more confident, but I don't, you know, Olympiacos is going to, they didn't need to score three goals yesterday. It just, and they scored three goals for was to push forward and have to score three goals and then for Ike not to be able to push back and counter and score, I don't see that happening. And the cup match is a different animal. Of course, this completely changes it because if Olibiakos were out of the, the league, the title race, you know, if they, let's say, were even further back by that point, by the time this cup semifinal is going gonna, is gonna to come around in about a month— um, to me, that would have been different because, a, you would not have had Liberos would not be going into it with confidence, and we don't know in a month. You don't know what 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 the future is going to hold or how things or how these teams are going to look like in a month. Um, you're going to have a more confident on going against you, saying, "Okay, you know, we scored three goals one time on uh, on these guys. Let's do it again." Uh, you don't know. If I could have won yesterday, how, what the crowd was going to be like at uh, Karaskaki. I know a big crowd would have showed up. But right now, you have to think it's going to be sold out. And it's going to be a very intense atmosphere at Karaskaki. <coughs> so, lots of questions here. But, the, the, no, the cup match is completely different. And, uh, you know, I don't want to eat my words later on. <laughs> especially if we have to play them again this weekend. But seriously, guys, I don't see... Olympiacos having another match like this. Like, this this took a lot out of them, a lot of luck, a lot of things to go their way for Olympiacos to get this result. Olympiacos did not play that well to where they deserved to win this match 3-0. Just, I mean, 3-1. Just like in the cup match, uh, Ike were able to take advantage of their chances. But that's my biggest takeaway here is I've always said this. In every football match, but especially derbies, you have to take advantage of your chances. You have to put your chances away, or you're gonna get punished by better competition, and that's something the finishing has to get better. Um, I know, like Levy Garcia was just back. Uh, don't understand why Tom Van ben- Van Weert. I don't even think he was on the bench. I don't. I don't remember if I saw his name on the squad list um, or on the bench for this match. Um, I did see some nice things out of Fernandez. I think he has a lot of good technical ability. Uh, he's going to be a player that can help us in the playoffs. Um, it was just a bad result. It was just a bad ten minutes that I, you know, it, it, I mean, this match could go down and could cost us the championship. And like I said uh, in the last podcast, like, what does it say about the league if Unibiacos comes back and wins the championship? I still think Banathanacos and Ike, and especially. We're still the favorites, as crazy as that might sound. Because overall, body of work, we've played better football. Um, You know, another thing that was brought to my attention over this past week, chatting with a bunch of friends, and I know for everybody, man, this is going to suck. This is, it's going to suck to go to your local Café Neal. It's going to suck for me to see some of my friends out that are New fans. This week's going to be terrible. I cannot wait till next Sunday gets here till we get some redemption. Um, But... Uh, you know, I was asked by a good friend of mine. What do I think as far as um? Uh, uh, oh gosh, I lost my train of thought, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't write any notes. I was doing this off the cuff. Um, what do I think as as far as how all the teams have been playing coming into the suit, coming into the playoffs, and. I said, it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I said, from the perspective of what's going to happen this weekend, between Ike and Olympiacos is going to have big ramifications. And then, you know, it's just because everyone has something to play for. Even the two teams from, from the bottom half of the, uh, the championship playoffs, uh, Volos and Ades, they're going to be playing. they're going to be playing for points. They're they're right there. Uh, Volos is right there at fifth place. I I hate how everyone's been talking in the in the Greek media the past couple of days where, you know, you've heard fans say, "Oh yeah, I'd I'd rather see Volos. You know, I'd rather I get a game against Volos this weekend." Or you know, Panathinaikos is the same thing. I'd rather see them play against Volos. No, Volos are going to play teams tough. And yes, the way the, the open style of football that they play, uh, is going to be. Always hinders them in some of these bigger games, but they still have something to play for. They're just not going to lay down. They're not going to open their legs like Atromitos did against Panathinaikos yesterday. Um, so it, it's it's just going to be very interesting. Let's see what happens. Um, I, uh, to get into this briefly, I basketball has a very crucial match against Galatasaray at home in the Basketball Champions League on Wednesday. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what else I saw in the match. But I was talking about Fernandez. He looks like a good quality player. He's going to be able to help Ike. But again, it comes down to finishing, man. And this game, this be against Beck was reminded me so much of the be against Balk. Um, How... We outplayed them statistically, but they were able to finish their opportunities, and it's very frustrating when this happens. To say that Ike played awful yesterday, I mean, they did for a short amount of time, and I don't know what happened. It's something that we haven't seen from this team all year, right? We haven't seen this team get that discombobulated at a certain point in a match after going down. Um, I, and I know what they were trying to do. You could see it in the players. They were trying to come back quickly. They were trying to get a quick goal to make it 1-1. But that didn't need to happen. You, This wasn't like in the 85th minute. This wasn't like in the 87th minute. You know, I've seen this happen where teams will try to get a result either in a cup match or in a match where you desperately need a result and you push forward. I just don't know if that was Almeida's direction or the players just did that on their own where they pushed their lines up so hard that... Olibiakos was able to counter. Um, I don't know. It's something that Ike's gonna have to look at to fix that kind of mentality. Uh, like I said, it sucks that this happened, but I'm glad it happened now. Before the playoffs, you have one week to regroup. We're coming back almost fully healthy, getting Mohammadi back. Uh, you know, I'll talk about a little bit in the next podcast about individual performances during this match. Um but the one thing I did remember what I was going to talk about. One thing that is a little concerning, and a couple of people, both in Greece and friends of mine, uh, brought this to my attention. Something I didn't think about that I have not won in a way derby all season, which that is a little concerning when it comes into your getting ready to go into these Super League playoffs to to chase down a title contend for a title and you haven't won a derby away from i guess sofia um becomes a little concerning um let's see what happens i'm very interested to see what this draw is we're about 30 minutes away from finding out who our opponents are going to be but i think that's about it for today guys um you know tough loss there's nothing else you can really say it uh it sucked to see Oli Biakos come in there and celebrate that victory. And I guess if you're, hats off to the crowd because we know, I know I watched some old games in NFL, in where stuff like that happened. Things didn't go our way. Uh, we were cheated by the refs at some point, and just things got a little crazy, to say the least. Uh, I'm glad that Ike fans, and I, and I really mean this when I say it, I think not to say that, listen – all fan bases have intelligent fans. They have Sir Kefali. They have this they that have, do um, Vlakiis. Stupid people that do stupid things in the stadium. But I think Ike fans have a high football IQ. We pride ourselves on that. And that's why we we stood up and we applauded this team after that performance. Because, yes, it was a crappy 15, 20 minutes where Eurie was able to get three goals past us. But overall, I mean, the fight that this team, the grit that it showed, that the belief that they that you could see where they thought we can get it done, we can come back, um, just really left you with a positive. You know, if if it wasn't for that and we laid down, uh, it would have been a very much much more disappointing for me if that would have been the case. But the fact that we came out and tried to get the result, fought back as hard as we could. Um, I will say, yes, that Pep BL's red card, Oli being left with 10 men, did help. But did it help or did it hurt? Because I think Oli would have been a little more open uh, if that wasn't the case. Anyway, guys, I'll be back later on in the week to talk a little bit, break down a little bit more of this match and to break down the future um, Ike match, the the, the first playoff match. Let's see who we... uh, Let's see what the draw is. That's going to tell us a lot about how these playoffs are going to go. Anyway, guys, forza Aikara. Aiksta Aik sta efkola. Aikara sta Have a good, try to have a good week, guys, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later.